0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Learn more about AEM's farm bill priorities at AEM.org. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Spencer Chase. The first Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities projects are now on the books.
1: This is a really important day uh, for American agriculture.
0: Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack signed off on two efforts today at the Commodity Classic in Orlando, Florida. The signature is a long time coming after the projects set to receive funding were first announced last fall. Vilsack spoke to AgriPulse on the sidelines of Classic and said getting from announcement to agreement has been a complicated process.
1: What people don't understand about all this process working with the government is that once you uh, have an award, then there is a, a process that you have to go through to ensure that that award is, is complying with certain government regulations, not the least of which is NEPA. So there's an environmental review that needs to be done of these projects and these are very large projects and so we end there needed to be contracts basically put together in which we would have very concrete ideas of the budget that was going to be followed, how the
0: partnerships were going to be uh, developed, and how the partners were going to... So it's it's taking a little bit of time. But he says more signed contracts should soon be headed out the door.
1: But you're going to see more and more and more of these signings, and as they're signings, then that begins the process of allowing them to get in the field and, and working with farmers to provide resources. So you're going to see a lot of activity in 23. Uh, I would imagine and anticipate that all the contracts are going to be signed by the end of 23, which means you're going to see action in 23, you're going to see even more action in 24, and even more action in 25.
0: Jackie Fatka has a deeper look at the initial projects to receive the secretarial signature in her story on agripulse.com. Also online today, Vilsack announced the first $29 million in funds from USDA's $500 million fertilizer production expansion program, Eight projects are splitting that funding, but USDA says about 350 applications accounted for around $3 billion in the sign-up. Today's announcement and some others yet to come are focused on near-term expansion, but Vilsack says some of the others will have a longer-term impact. There's not going to be any problem uh, investing the the, the, the resource.
1: The question is which of those 350 applications are the most viable and, and the best. Uh, or how many of them can we actually fund with the remaining resources. Um, we do a pretty good job of leveraging those resources and pretty good job of stretching them, so I would, I would hope and anticipate we'd see quite a bit of activity. But those projects are projects that really re, are, may, may be just not even on the ground. They may be in a planning document,
0: uh, so those projects are more longer term. He says the program is currently limited to $500 million, but didn't rule out the possibility of more money being added down the road. Finally today, USDA is being offered some words of advice on its approach to addressing consolidation in the seed industry. AgriPulse's Hannah Peggle has more.
2: An ag industry leader is cautioning the Biden administration as it takes a look at competition in the seed industry. Ted McKinney is the CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture. Among other roles before his time at NASDA, McKinney worked in the seed industry. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, he says USDA should be careful in its approach as it explores a complicated sector.
3: The greatest risk is that when you start disrupting that system, you either add cost or you take away technologies, and we do not want that. I urge caution to the administration because I don't know that there is a boogeyman there. I don't know that there's a there there. I guess we'll find out. But if they want to go pick on that industry, we got to remember there's only one major company in the U.S., US U.S.-based, that uh, has that kind of property. So are we going to beat up on our own and then have little uh, ability to address other foreign-owned companies? I don't know.
2: You can hear more about trade, consolidation, and farm bill in this week's show, which is live on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle.
0: Now, here's a word from our sponsor.
2: The Association of Equipment Manufacturers brings ag equipment and technology manufacturers together to help producers use precision agriculture to produce more with less. We're calling on Congress to include incentives for adoption of precision ag technologies in the 2023 Farm Bill. Learn more about our efforts at AEM.org. And for the latest innovations in farm machinery and production agriculture, join us at Commodity Classic March 9th through the 11th in Orlando, Florida.
0: That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the 2023 Commodity Classic in Orlando, Spencer Chase, Agripulse.